Welcome back to another episode of the Reasons of the Hot Podcast with Tolly Talks. And Arnold Reasons. Hello, hello, hello. Yes, yes. So, if anybody's been paying attention to the news lately, there's a whole lot of talk about the cost of living. Okay. Going up, up, up. And if you haven't been watching the news, maybe you've been paying attention to your fuel tank like I have. <laughs> it's actually disgusting but we're in a world right now where things are getting more and more expensive and we kind of mentioned it i think on one of the previous at the last episode actually that the same hundred pounds thousand pounds or whatever yeah. it is that you put in the bank six months ago 12 months ago can't do now what it used to do then because things are getting more expensive money's not going as far as it used to so i thought it would be a good opportunity to to kind of talk around that like i guess probably first thoughts with all of the the news being reported around stuff like that kind of where are you at with it all in what way what do you mean like how how are you when you hear the news or when you hear people talking about inflation, um, interest rates, the cost of living and stuff like that? Yeah. Like, how does it? How are you processing that? Like, what okay. does that? Because it's information, right? And yes, every single one of us will be. We might receive the same information, but process it, see it, and deal with it differently. Differently. So, like, I wanted to kind of get a bit of a insight into what's what's Tolly's lens for this right now. I think maybe we should know your lens first, mate. I, I normally go first. I think I think you should... Uh, I think you go first when I come with I think the, you should the let, the, slider, let the people know. <laughs> <laughs> I think that what? is also fair. Yeah, go on. I'll, I'll go first. I'll go first. What? Um, Look what the Lord has done for my life. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I think for me, black and white, I just I'm thinking about how to make more money because <laughs> <laughs> like I'm gonna be honest because this is the thing right like I I think that there's so many different ways you can look at this and, and I'm not I'm, I'm not going out of my way to try and call the fence or anything like that but I guess but if it happens you, so be it if it happens maybe you needed to be offended <laughs> works <laughs> but, <laughs> but I think the reality is like okay the cost and i'm and I, at the same time i don't want to be insensitive because i know some people are genuinely in situations where like they don't necessarily have as much opportunities i'm not saying that's everybody i know there is a certain group of people in that group so this isn't even at you yeah. but i think generally speaking like if if the information in front of us is telling us and showing us the signs that things are going to get more expensive like the money that you had yesterday is not going to be able to do today what it did before my thing is i can see the direction that this is going in and it's not so much about looking at maybe how much i might have been able to to earn and stuff like that in previous time because even it's because that's the other thing right if you're earning an amount or able to generate an amount that maybe is above what most people might do it's very easy to become comfortable right but that's where you get caught out because <laughs> it's like Bro, the government also <laughs> takes that money from you. That's this is what I'm saying. So oh! <laughs> the thing is, when I'm when I'm hearing and seeing, and it's funny as well, <clears> it's not just when I'm hearing and seeing, because I've been thinking about this stuff. I think mm. from 
before it actually started right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i've been thinking about i think i've been thinking about what happens in the worst case scenario if i lose my job what happens mm -hmm. in the worst case scenario if for some reason the industry i'm in disappears and my mm -hmm. income is suddenly gone to zero like yeah. and so i think over the last couple years i've slowly been building out a risk management plan <laughs> yes. and i think i've kind of got in place the, the emergency exit of if everything crumbles and yes. all the income gets cut off i kind of got a a, a pencil plan of what well, i would yeah. do but i'm not trying to get to that <laughs> so i think no. kind of in the present day my focus is literally just on how can i what what's in my hands that i can use to mm. to grow my money basically um because i know it's not going to grow from keeping it in a bank <laughs> for sure and i know it's not going to grow from me just looking at the news and like maybe sharing on social media telling other people yeah look the interest rates is up like it's not going to change my money it's not going to change my living situation it's not going to feed my family and so my black and white view right now has been like how am i going to get this money up 100%. Um, and and i think not just thinking about it but literally practicing different things in the present day to actually realize that 100%. i think kind of linked to what you said around not everybody has as much opportunity yeah i 100 agree not everybody has as much opportunity i think yeah in the world that we live in in the country that we live in yeah. you know everybody I don't know if I can categorically say everybody has some opportunity, mm. but I feel like in England, yeah, yeah, there are ways to get more money in England for yeah. sure, for sure. Yeah. And even like the world that we live in, the global world that we live in, dude, mm. I saw something mm. on Instagram, right? It mm. said, go to this website. It shows you websites, domains that have just expired. Yeah. Mm. Buy one for like not very much money. Go to this website, yeah? Look at this website and see the value of that. Then go to this website and sell it. It's like, <laughs> I, haven't even, I haven't even left my lounge, right? Mm -hmm. And there are so many of these things. There are places that will pay you to take surveys. There are places mm -hmm. that will pay you to, to play games. Like, mm -hmm. so, there is so much opportunity, you know? And I think, yeah, for me, I'm, I'm definitely in that place of how do I increase my outgoings? Because... What we really yeah, need in the... My... <laughs> Freudian slip. <laughs> Freudian slip. Because I was thinking about... Um, in, so there's there's two ways to create that buffer. Because what we really yeah. need is buffer, right? Yeah, yeah. And the one way is to decrease your outgoings. Mm. And the other way is to increase your income, mm -hmm. right? And in this world... Now it's hard to decrease your outgoings because they're putting them <laughs> up all the time and you haven't even changed anything. The same car that cost you fifty pounds to fill up is now eighty. And I haven't mm. I haven't changed my I haven't done anything differently. Mm. You know, so really it is about okay, how do I actually increase my, my money coming in as well? Mm. Mm. Um and one of one of the one of the other ways that I'm kind of processing as well is that firstly, like I'm trying to remind myself that I'm not my provider in the first place. Come on. Yeah. yeah right. So yeah. I'm always reminded of the Israelites yeah. when they were in Egypt and everything else around them was going crazy. People were dying. There were frogs. Mm. There was blood in the water. Like there's darkness. 
but in their little area which is called goshen like they had they were like protected you know so one of the things i'm trying to remember is that look god is my source he's my provider he has because do you know jehovah jireh it means the god who sees and provides mm, right mm. so god has seen all of this already happening mm. you know he has already seen it the provision is already there and mm. i need to walk in that and there was a book i was reading recently and it talks about how god gives us the power to get wealth <laughs> <laughs> and um and it's, it's it's that real it's that real reminder for times like these that are saying yeah. that in this world everything is going up in price everything is crazy but the same god who gave the israelites power to get wealth back in deuteronomy times mm. hasn't changed he still mm. gives the power to get wealth right now the same mm. god who saw egypt through the famine through joseph has mm. the same wisdom available for us to get through whatever is happening now come on man so that that's that's the part where i'm really trying to kind of lean into is like i need to make more money but god mm. how how is this meant to happen what should i do what are the steps i need to take and then yeah like you said taking those practical steps so one podcast we can wholeheartedly recommend with no swearing and whatnot is uh the <laughs> the secrets to success podcast yeah yeah sure. and um I have been binging on that. I've been going back through all the old episodes and everything. And it's, just, <laughs> it's, it's like a Holy Ghost butt kicking because they just remind you of the fact that, look, consistency is the key for all these yeah. things. Yeah, You know, just do it each day. Make your steps each day towards a goal. You know, be clear on that and do it with God. That's what I love about it the most, actually, is that it's, it's very like, this is how as Christians we do that too, mm. you know? No, for sure man and and you know what i think just on something that you mentioned as well like in in remembering the principle of what happened with joseph and yes. and the famine and stuff like that as well like something that stands out to me is that <clears throat> a lot of the most difficult and most important work was actually done in times of prosperity oh that's also in the book i was reading <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing there's a lot of similarities going on here. <laughs> but interesting. But um but in terms of prosperity, and it's like even yes. as much as we're talking about like processing and doing what we're talking about doing now, like I if I'm very honest with you, I don't think that the worst has even happened yet. I think it's definitely I it's I'm not saying it because I'm trying to make it happen, but I think that the direction that things are heading, like if it, it seems to me that this is just it's the beginning. And so, so I guess what 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 I'm minded to even like encourage even our listeners and something that I guess is being practiced by the people talking on this podcast is don't wait until it gets really bad until you start taking action. Like, and even a lesson for us all is that like, because things happen in cycles, right? Assuming that he doesn't come back and things ain't over before then, there's going to come another boom and then there'll come another bust. And so in the next period of boom, like, what are we doing? Because Joseph was storing up grain, you know? And it was the grain that was stored up during the boom that was able to cater to and and give life throughout the throughout the bust and the the difficult period. And and what I would say is, for example, for me, I know that something that God has been challenging me on is that for my last like 10 years of working like Mm. where have i really been putting away 
in the prosperous times. And I know that, to be honest, that's an area that I haven't really stewarded as well as I should. Mm. And so I know there will also be people who haven't been as diligent as they could have been. Yeah, and yeah. That thing of, you know, the best time to plant a tree was like 20 years ago, but the next <laughs> yeah. best time is like now. Yeah. You know, so it's just to say that, like, even if you haven't necessarily been working in that way and storing mm. up in prosperous times, it's that thing of, okay, let's repent, but let's actually start to do things a bit differently. Because yeah, even in the times now, there are still things that we can absolutely do to be storing up for the future and to be investing for the future. Yeah. No, for sure. This is not the time. I look, Listen, I listened to a video today okay. um, where a guy was talking about, I can't remember who he was. I don't think I even knew who he was before this video, but he was talking about the the cycles of inflation, boom, bust, yes. all of that kind of stuff. And yes. what he was saying is that when things get difficult, I'm not sure I would 100% agree with what he said, but the print, there was something in it that I thought was good. But he said, when things okay. get difficult, he was saying one of the most important things is your job. And huh? the reason why he was saying it was because he was speaking about this whole thing of, you know, you'll be on Instagram, they'll tell you, quit your job, go and get uh, your dreams, live your life, blah, 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 uh, blah, blah, blah. But what he was saying is that with inflation and all of those kind of things and the cost of things going up in general, the way yes. that that then affects businesses is that because um things like financing and borrowing is more expensive yeah they don't necessarily have the excess that they might otherwise have to be able yes. to afford having more stuff yeah so when businesses now start making cutbacks yeah if you're the person that has said oh, okay let me just go and quit and then try and look for a job he said there's going to come a point where it gets tipped over the edge basically yes. and the principle of being the last in the first out is what will be applied and Absolutely. so for the person that maybe had built up stock within their their role over a number of years, like when it gets to that point, you might have had a bit more grace and you might not be the first person that they're looking to cut. Um, sure. And so I'm not saying that I 100% agree to him that the most important thing is, is your job, but I think I can see the principle of what he was saying, especially because like now on the flip side, this is really a time where I don't see it so much on YouTube because I'm premium, right? So I don't see the ads. <laughs> and there's a reason for that. If you can afford it, I think it's a very highly recommended thing. But hey. I'm still holding out. Of <laughs> I hate Google for taking my money like that. Like, I hate it. We'll pay them for that service every single day, bro. But, but I think we are bombarded with this general kind of ultra-entrepreneurial like generation that we're in and there's so much good that i think exists in it but i think bro, bro, let, let's really talk about it though like on, a, on a mutual podcast we both listen to yeah they talk about how yeah. most people are actually not about that life and this sure. is the problem because yeah they do sell you this dream of like on it's so easy like everybody could it's not true it's hard it's a life it's hard it's the things that you actually have to do to be an entrepreneur like they're very hard most people bro, won't do it bro listen to this yeah like when you're in your job you yeah. wake up you start yes. at nine o'clock you finish at maybe five maybe 5 30 and guess what you leave the building you go to your family you live yep. your life yep. month in month out you get your paycheck yep. 
Yeah. Whether the company's doing good, whether the company's doing bad, for as long as you're on their books, you're getting paid. You're getting paid. Flip it into the world of entrepreneurship and business ownership and That's investment, all of those kind of things there. <sighs> when does you work have to make start? Sure everyone else gets paid. And this is the point is that like the the benefit, like you're saying, is what is pushed. Like the glory, the glitz, the glamour, yes. the amazing, the oh, you get to do work when you want. Yeah, but you're probably working you're, well, not in all cases, but you might just be working all the time. <laughs> like yeah. at least yeah. for a season <laughs> to get yeah. things going. Um because bro, like there isn't necessarily the balance. What do you mean by balance? Listeners <laughs> <laughs> won't know why you asked that question. They won't know. But... <laughs> they won't know. Because, was, because... go ahead. Yeah. Go on. You go. I was going to say what I meant by balance. When I'm saying yeah. balance in that situation, I mean the the balance perspective. Yes. Oh, it's really really hard. That, yeah. There, there are some amazing moments and amazing. Um, experiences that you can get out of it but the cost that's the part that's usually market because that doesn't sell like who who wants to buy a course for three four five thousand pounds to find out how they're going to grind for the next two three years Mm. maybe break even at best and Mm. then they're going to blow And, and I'm not saying that's necessarily the time period, but it's like the principle. That's an optimistic who really time to, period. <laughs> who, who really wants to go through that? Who really wants to go through the pain of knowing that there are going to be nights that you're not going to sleep much? or and, and not because you don't have the opportunity to go to bed, but because you're so concerned about how you're going to finance <laughs> the thing that you're trying yeah. to finance. How are you going to pay your staff? Like the invoices that you're having to check. And this was a real one because like this is stuff that I've seen firsthand, even in friends who have been in business as well. The... The process of having to chase down invoices in certain oh. industries like <laughs> knowing that you have money but it's like it's not liquid it's not <laughs> because liquid. it's not realized Bro, yet even for me basic like my because and this is what i'm realizing is that like when i started doing the mess right mm. like i'm i'm quite entrepreneurial as from like being young and like always had like different bits going on but the amount mm. of actual effort and time and brain power that it takes and i'm just a one person business right now right and it's just like Mm. bro it's so much like i i actually had to i it's not like i get a lot of orders at the moment right but i was doing like a corporate order right Mm. and i was doing it with a church and they just got set up with their bank and bro i had to be chasing all the time because the bank (laughs) was being slow yeah but i've i've had to finance this from my personal credit so now my credit card company is like yo you've got to pay and then I'm having to chase even just for my small, like, <laughs> my small business. Yes. And then I'm thinking, how does someone do this who has hundreds of employees, thousands? Yeah. Office. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we we don't always see the cost. No. But and so, go ahead. Yeah, go on. Go on. There you go. No, I was just going to say, and so I think bringing it back to what we were speaking about, the times we're in and stuff like that, as much as like. If anybody's listened to this podcast for more than just this episode, you'll know that we are pro entrepreneurship. Absolutely. Do your thing, like set up what you need to set up and stuff. But I think do it with wisdom. And it doesn't always mean that you need to immediately just say, all right, I'm going to X my job and just go and do this thing um, and just hope it works. Because like, are you going to fund it? (laughs) Like, Bro, life. You have to pay for life right now. And... And that's where I think it is important that 
at all times we are doing our jobs as unto the Lord because come on. if if you are, then actually your company is not going to want to get rid of you, right? Yeah, because companies still need people to to run them to yeah. work. So yeah. that's where actually if I'm if I'm a performer in my company, I'm not they're not getting rid of me. They're not. And I've I've actually seen it like firsthand in some ways where like there are redundancies and I ask redundancy and they're like, no, we're not gonna let you <laughs> <laughs> I said you're killing my dream, man. Yeah, like yeah. let me go. But they're like, no, because this person knows who you are, this person wants you here, so you can't go. Yep. Yep. Oh, even when I want to go, I can't go. <laughs> And you know, I think that might even be a good segue into like some practical tips on in the times that we're in, like yeah. how can people best prepare, even just like on a basic level in your workplace to oh. position yourself, not to be the first out, like not to be I the think... first one that they get rid of if they're, they're having to make those difficult decisions, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think you have to do the things that not everybody does. So I think you have to do the things that not all people do. So for example, analyzing where you work, analyzing the problems that they have, analyzing mm. why they have their problems. So I was talking to one of the directors at where I work and he said, look, sometimes we get set with cut, cutting 10% of costs, right? Because the biggest mm. cost to most businesses is people, right? Mm. And that's also the easiest thing to cut, right? Mm. He said, sometimes I'll be told I have to cut 10% of my people budget. But what I do is I go and I find 10% of efficiencies and saving elsewhere mm. in processes or in whatever it is, where I find ways mm. to get in 10% extra money because then I can say, well, you asked for a 10% saving, but here it, it is, is over here instead, mm. right? So if you can find opportunities for your company, so like, let's say you work in a grocery store, for example, are there some things that you've seen about how stuff is rotated or how customer service is done or whatever it is? Mm. Is there something that can actually make your boss's life easier? Mm, you know, mm, mm. because stuff might be already pretty set. But if you say to your boss that what is giving you pain, what mm. can I help you with? What can I take from you? Mm. Then actually to him, you're valuable, right? Yeah. yeah if you yeah. can do that with your boss's boss and say, okay, because if you think about it, if you free up your boss's time, he can do the same for his boss That's and right. everybody's happy then all the way up the chain, everybody knows. That's it. And then your payroll goes up. (laughs) At least least you just stay. (laughs) If we're just talking about even just staying. I'm getting aggressive. (laughs) Exactly. Listen, and you know, I think the other thing as well, um, the other thing that I think comes to mind for me about problems as well is that a lot of the time, the problems are right in front of us because it's like they're usually the things that everybody's complaining about Absolutely. and and what most people usually do is just add to the complaining it's like, yeah man i know that oh. it's, i can't believe it takes so long for this that but it's like if you listen to the things that people complain about listen to the things that you yes. complain about if you're close to the customers and clients what is the common thing that yes. is like keeps coming up as like a friction point um and play into it so I think that's a really key thing because even when we talk about mindset, that's about being mm. solution focused and not problem Come focused. Come on. Right? Yeah. Because bro, 90% of people just want to moan about stuff and say, oh, yes. this sucks and this, this and this. That's what most people do. But an entrepreneur actually yeah. will go and solve the problem. And you know, there's this thing called an intrapreneur. Have you heard mm-hmm. of it? Like mm. those are people who work within companies, but they have the entrepreneurial mindset 
and then yeah. go around solving problems and that's how you add value yeah. that's how you get paid and, and i think that right there is probably one of the best roadmaps that i think anybody who's entrepreneurial who's working can follow is mm. start with the business that you work for the company you, you work, work for yeah 100%. because it's like even when i think about some of my journey um in work and stuff like that i have literally felt like i i i i found so much value has been added through mm. me by his grace and stuff like that um just simply by responding to problems and yes. pain points and yes. not being the person that's just going to complain but being the person that will at least make notes and and you already know bro like i <laughs> year in advance yeah <laughs> i'm looking at my notebook yeah i'm saying what are my problems that i'm focusing on for this year like this is where it comes back to that thing we we're talking about about running to pain mm. right this is this, this is i don't know i don't remember <laughs> <laughs> but this this is running to pain right yeah. because yeah. you know that thing is painful for people come on but instead of trying to avoid it and if you go towards it and you solve it, like what is on the other side of it? Exactly. The thing that we the thing that we really want is on yes. the other side. It's on the other side. Hundred percent. We've got hundred percent. We need to embrace it. <laughs> understand it, work through it. Because on the other side of that is strength. Because think about like the pain that comes from the gym. On the other yeah. side of it is growth, it's strength. It's yeah. And it's the same thing with a lot of the stuff we go through. And I honestly think, yeah, I don't know. From what I've seen, at least in in the places that I've worked, mm. I honestly genuinely believe the bar is so low for somebody to actually stand out. Right. Like, and it's because it's because of what we're talking about. It's because yes. the majority of people do not want there's an entitled mindset where it's like maybe somebody showed up like for the interview they gave it their best they revised they studied they did everything that it took to get the job then they joined and got comfortable yes you get what i'm saying and and the joke of it this is the funny thing about it is that on the flip side it's the same problem that is very common in businesses where so Mm -hmm. much work is done to get the sell but there is no or little work done to follow up to maintain continue adding value so that you can upsell and better service your customer and as employees i have seen is is exactly that where very few people will will approach work with not just the, the the attitude of working hard to actually get the job but whilst you're there maintaining an attitude of trying to continuously add value to keep on selling because you don't just sell to get the job but you have to keep on selling to to both maintain it and to yeah, and progress it. to progress through the job because it's all of all of that and this is the part we don't see is that all of that builds up stock in the long run mm. and i remember in my first job after i graduated there was the guy that was training us yeah solid guy something that he said stayed with me it's actually part of the principle that i practice in all of my work till now but he was talking about how throughout the year just store up your chips, basically. Mm. Not throughout the year. He was just talking about for a period, basically. Store up your chips. Keep on doing all of these different things. Store it all up. And then when it's the right time, trade it in. Mm. Like, for what it is that you're trying to cash in for. Mm. And what we started out talking about the times that we're in now, 
these are the times where all of the stock that you've built up over the last few years, yeah. the last few months, yeah. the last few weeks, mm -hmm. those are the kind of things that are going to potentially be cashed in in your favor Absolutely. to your detriment. Absolutely. And, and that's, that comes <clears throat> from a long-term perspective because like I even think about a conversation that I had um, with someone that I worked with. And I remember they said to me, they were talking to me about just a bunch of stuff. This was even to do with outside of work, like just investment, all that kind of stuff. And the things they said to me in that conversation made me realize that I forgot that it's not even just that the stock that you build up is observed by your boss or the person who's responsible for managing you and stuff like that as well. But everybody in that environment can see it. And you'll be surprised by... Mm -hmm. The potential opportunities that could be opened up absolutely as a result of that stock absolutely absolutely because it doesn't it doesn't it's not like it goes anywhere yeah right and it's really interesting because it feels like over time people have increasingly like race into glasses right mm. because sometimes when i talk to people about stuff that's happened in the past yeah so define like, race into glasses so like me one time i bet confused oh yeah <laughs> so so they see it Save me from positively. They see it more positively yeah. than it actually was. And I feel like over time people feel emotions in a in a way like more deeply. So like if you had a bad experience, it gets worse and worse and worse over time. Mm. But if you had a really good experience, it's like you went to the moon over time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because I've had some stuff where people are like, Do you remember when you did this? And I'm like, I really don't. Right. <laughs> Genuinely, I don't remember. But they remember it and they remember it so much better. Yeah. than it actually was, right? Because yeah. it's nostalgic. You know, someone gave you a good feeling, you feel great. Mm. It's nostalgic. So mm. for me, it's almost like, especially in corporate, like some of those things where like people know you worked hard or whatever it is, they think like, yeah, he can do anything because he, <laughs> I worked in that one time. Because <laughs> I have this example, right, in, uh, in at work now. And this, um, the net, one of the networks I was a part of, right, I, I don't understand it, but they just have the nicest things to say about me and I've left it now. And they put a big picture up with me in a presentation to the mm. whole company saying the mm. coat the founder i'm like i didn't found it <laughs> <laughs> did you guys forget that i i did not found it but they put my name there and yeah. someone else told me about it someone emailed yeah. me a screenshot like you're still getting shout outs i'm like i'm not doing anything <laughs> it's wild but what i did want to say actually is that in a time like this there is also a huge opportunity to create chips and create chips quickly. Come on. Yeah. Because yeah. all of these things that are happening are going to be causing lots of problems for businesses. Mm. Because if the costs are going up for their customers, stuff is going to be less affordable. So there is going to be so much opportunity. Efficiencies, man. To actually like get chips right now. And it will be sure. at quicker rates. Quicker rates. For sure. And you know, something that really helped and has helped me with that is not just thinking about my big and bright ideas, mm. but thinking about putting myself in the position of the business. Yeah. And so, for example, rather than saying, oh yeah, let's introduce this software that's going to cost us another 10, 15, 20,000 pounds per year, but may or may not get us a return. Okay. How can I think about what makes financial sense for the business? Yeah. Like, rather than just focusing on adding to their, their expenditure at, at a risk of something that may or may not work, 
like even in analyzing what the business can maybe introduce 100 how do you think about how it's actually going to benefit what's the likelihood of it actually bringing a return that's positive how is yeah. this going to serve the business in solving the problem that is important for them to solve mm. and and then on the flip side again kind of going back to the point you were speaking about earlier about there's two sides to it how do you increase your your income but also how do you cut down on your expenses yeah. like is this an opportunity to think about the different things that your your business might be paying for in your department like is it time to maybe start looking at some more efficient options different so providers and stuff you know what I'm saying? it's so true because especially within business people keep doing things because that's the way it was done before yeah and they did it for a reason back then so back then you might have had to spend a million pounds yep. on software and stuff like that because that yeah. was the only option but now yeah. there's three other softwares that will cost you a tenth of that or whatever mm. and actually mm. you can seamlessly like so there are so many like questioning everything is so important yeah yeah man for sure no, there's definitely lots of opportunities, man. And I think this is something that I love the fact that we do this podcast. Like I actually want one, two, three, four, five years from now for us to come back to episodes like this mm. and to to know that after these kinds of conversations, we actually went away and made certain decisions, yeah. actions yes. that led to the place that we'll be one, two, three, four, five, six, ten years from now, all things going yeah. well. Um, but that all starts with what we do today. Like it starts with what we do after this conversation, because Absolutely. it's not just about the conversation for the sake of the conversation or listening to yeah. the podcast for the sake of listening to it. It's like, what are we actually going to do? And I think for me, it's about doing it consistently because yeah. I saw this thing about intensity versus consistency mm. and it showed like flames. That will preach. That will preach. Huh? <laughs> That will probably just do. Go on. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was saying about how if you have consistency, you don't need to go as hard with the intensity. Mm. And it was showing like a level of flame and it had like a really big flame and it was dwindling, dwindling, dwindling. And then by the end mm. of like four weeks, the flame was gone. But if mm. you have like a small consistent flame, mm. that's much easier to maintain over 10, 20, 30 weeks. Yeah. And actually what you need is the fire continuously burning yeah bro I, one of the most practical examples i think of that illustrates that in my world has mm. been the number of times that i showed up and i was like okay now this is day one of the gym i'm gonna yeah. put it all out here <laughs> I, went and yes. I ran i lifted i did I did. yeah the next day i couldn't lift a finger yeah like and the pain was so excruciating that it just put me off wanting to even go back and so yes, yes, there yes, are yes. there are so many times I can think back in my world where I've tried to take that big flame approach and I've just it's just come to flamed out. Yeah. I flamed out straight away. One yeah. day done. Um but then I compare that to times where I've had so much consider like even in this recent season, like it didn't start with me just doing training the way that I'm training now. It literally just started with saying, Okay, I'm gonna go ten minutes on the treadmill yes. and and that's my minimum. Like yes. I need to get there. I need to do that because it had to be, yes. it's not that I couldn't do more, but it was about the fact that I was trying can to build something that was more. sustainable. Yeah. Exactly. Come on. It's not just about exactly. what I can do today, but it's about what can I sustain for the next 10, 20, 30 years? And what can I build on? Because mm. building, like if I'm, if I can sustain it for the next few weeks, then guess what? 
when I get to the point when I've done this for a few weeks, I can actually turn around and say, you know what? Let me add this to it. Yes. And then if I slowly do that over a period of time, days become weeks, weeks become months, months become years. And I find myself so much further ahead because I took consistent yeah. steps rather than intense Huge steps. Step. Yes. hundred percent. Because it's it's that thing about compound interest. Yeah, like, you know, like 0.1% a day or 1% a day over a year is huge. It doesn't have yeah. to be anything crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah. So encouragement to everybody listening, ourselves included. Yeah. As much as the news, people, circumstances may have a lot to say about how tough things are, which, again, I'm not denying the fact that things are definitely getting tougher um, and some of us are feeling it more than others as well. But at the same time, even in the midst of the toughness, there are so many opportunities in front of us. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's so important that we don't, that we don't lose, lose heart, that we don't lose faith um, in this time because there is so much out there because bearing in mind that we do have an enemy and he is out there to steal, to kill, to destroy. He's out mm. there to take our faith. He's out there to discourage us because if mm. we're discouraged and we're so focused and we are worried about the things of this world, then actually we can't even be effective mm. as Christians, as people who are meant to bring light because mm. the world is getting darker, it seems sometimes, mm. but actually that's when we're really meant to shine the brightest. So it's like, mm you need to stay focused on kind of the end, right? Because mm. there's a reason that God gives us the power to get wealth. Because mm. it talks about mm. how the slave will be, how the borrower will be slave to the lender, for mm. example. And these are things that we need to consider in terms of why is it that God gives us the power to get wealth? Because there is something also about wealth in this world that is mm. important. Mm. 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 You know, so actually, you know, even in terms of furthering the kingdom, because when you think about Joseph, I think it was Joseph of Arimathea, yeah. who was the rich guy who was able to say to to Pilate, give me, I think it was to Pilate, maybe check that, but he was able to say <laughs> to, the, to the governing people at the time, you know, give me Jesus's body and I will bury him, which firstly meant that he was influential because Come on. they didn't just talk to anybody, right? Mm. Secondly, it meant that he actually had money to be able to That's do right. all the burial things put jesus in a tomb and not even trip about it. he's like yeah literally cool. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even a problem you know and that is yeah, part man. of that's part of what was meant to happen mm. you know so there was something about it that actually these things are important For you sure. know and let's let's let god use us in these ways and, and step up in these ways but not be afraid of of what the world is putting out Mm. and as a relevant shameless teaser plug we got something cooking (laughs) 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 on that subject of wealth prosperity and everything that has trained us to to think badly of people that may speak about anything to do with wealth and prosperity we've got something cooking in the oven so keep yes. your eyes peeled, keep your ears peeled for that coming soon. It's, it's going to be very good. Very, very good. And on a random note, I would like to apologise to everybody because I thought I was muting on my headphones, but I realised <laughs> coming from my from my actual mic, so I'm like sneezing and sniffing, I'm like, I'm muted. I think I'm muted, but it's not muted, is it? 
so I would like to apologize to everybody that's had to endure that for the past whatever it is 40 minutes because I thought I was on mute but I was not <laughs> <laughs> I just realized I was like wait it's not actually from my headphones oh, no. oh man we'll see how much of that makes it through right <laughs> yeah we'll see we'll see what Peter can do yeah man but yeah nah good times ahead man Sweet. thank you guys so much for, for listening and if you've made it through all my sniffling thank you again and I apologise <laughs> ah, next time will be better next play next play <laughs> <laughs> alright guys we will catch you on the next episode thank you so much alright